This episode sponsored by Kathy L. Wall State Farm Agency. Learn more at kathylwall.com. And Stuart Arango Oral Surgery. Learn more at saoralsurgeons.com. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And it is cold. It is damn cold. That's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, for days now. Like, yes. I can't get my feet to warm up. No, and we were talking about this earlier. Like, our houses, like, everybody's house is different. Like, you have different levels and high ceilings in one place and low ceilings in another place. Or your bathroom floor, you said, was freezing. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. I mean, now I understand why people have like heated floors. Oh yeah, the next house is getting a heated yeah. bathroom floor. This is like a stone or something and it's literally like ice when you walk into it. Well, but the problem is that's for like 6 weeks of the year. I know. <laughs> the rest of the year <laughs> is so damn hot. And don't you know it costs a fortune to have those kind of floors? Yep, I'm sure. Exactly. I don't care. I'm splurging. Just get a big rug. No, no we're getting it. <laughs> some <We're>, slippers. <laughs> those aren't even cutting it right now. I feel like when you live in Texas, all you do is complain about the weather. It's true. I mean, seriously, it's either too hot or too cold. There's like one or two days a year that we're like, God, it feels awesome outside. Let's go outside. No, I agree because I feel like it's about a 110 for six months, <laughs> you know, and then spring, you're always like, oh, this is delightful. And it's one week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It comes and goes as soon as it, you know, it happens. And so it's unfortunate, but we do spend a lot of time complaining about the weather. We do. And I have to say, it makes me think of Charles who went back to college this weekend. I know Alexis did too. Yes. And I know a lot of people who are at Arkansas, OU and UT and A&M, and they're all freezing their butts off. <laughs> And meanwhile, Charles is in Boston, and it's like 30 degrees and snowy and beautiful. No way. Which is so funny because all I got him for Christmas, I'm sure a lot of people did this with if their kids are going to school in the Northeast, I got him like every warm item you can imagine. Yeah, right. Like a giant coat that makes him look like the Michelin Man. Like I was like, you need to be warm. Well, what a plot <laughs> twist. I mean, you wouldn't think the South was colder than up there, but I'm sure, no. you know, Boston, Sean went to school in Boston. He's always talked about the cold weather and the rainy weather and the snow and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I, I'm sure it is. I told him that. He's like, I just love the snow. I'm like, get ready. You're going to have it for two months. You know, like every day is going to be snowing. <laughs> you're you're going <laughs> to probably not love it so much after a little exactly. bit. But. So crazy thing. Uh, Highland Park School District was closed on Tuesday mm -hmm. after MLK Day. Mm -hmm. And I was in my office working and Blake came in and he's like, I heard there's no school tomorrow. And I go, look outside. Are you crazy? I was like, let me just look this up real quick. So mm -hmm. I went to the Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It is closed. You're right. And of course, yeah. he's ecstatic as any kid would be to miss of course. school. But as a parent, you're like, nope, you need to go. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the roads weren't bad. It was very sunny. It was just extremely cold. But it's so easy just to kind of look out your door and think, that's insane. But you got to think big picture and think about some of the other people that don't live right here. Well, for school, what I wish they would do, like going back to that for a minute, I wish they would just do online schooling again. They should be set up for it like they were after COVID. Yeah. So that if it's a snowy day like that, you can just do it because otherwise they get behind. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know take away from our children's days off. I really, it's not that. It's just that in a way it always kind of comes back and bites them. I just you know? feel like we all have PTSD from online school. That's true. That's, That's a true. really, That's really true. bad memory for, for all of us, I think. I just feel like, don't you kind of like that some meetings are Zooms instead of in person? Like, Oh, every now and then. For, for me, so, for some reason, I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. We can actually schedule it for tomorrow instead of worrying about so-and-so's in Detroit and so-and-so's there. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. So 
I don't mind it. Uh, I don't know. We all learned how to do it during COVID, that's for sure. So yeah. it's a little bit more easily accessible, I guess. We know yes. how to do it and all that. Well, speaking of this bad weather, et cetera, there was that big accident, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think it was weather related. There's been a right. couple of pretty bad car wrecks right here in the neighborhood mm-hmm. um, on New Year's Eve, I think around 11 p.m., like just like a block from you and I, mm-hmm. there was a really bad wreck. And I think there may have been a fatality. That's terrible. I know. It was on Lover's Lane in um, Athens, right in that area. And was it like a a kid? Um, If I understand what limited things I've read, there was four teenagers in a car that were fine. And then there was a woman driving a truck that I think was trying to pass maybe. And she hit them and... Um, I think it was maybe the woman that... Wow. That's, it's so tragic. I it's mean, awful. Well, and you yeah. don't think of that because we all drive 30 miles an hour, right? <laughs> so you don't think about that. But maybe she wasn't going 30 miles an hour. I, it sounds like she was driving kind of fast yeah. from what I know. And then there was another one Sunday night that was over in Highland Park. And um, a car with four people in it ran a red light and hit another car. And the four people fled on foot and they never found them. There were helicopters circling that area. And they never found them. Well, why would they do that? I don't know. Well, couldn't they see the car? Well, I'm assuming maybe they stole the car and it didn't belong okay, to that makes them. Sense. I didn't even think about or that. If, yeah, if they were just completely clueless and their registrations in there, then they probably stole they're the going to get busted soon enough. They probably stole it and ran. So it <laughs> sounds like um, the the car that they hit. It sounds like the people in that car were okay. So yeah, hopefully that's the case. But yeah. well, with this weather, there've been some canceled football games. There's been all kinds of like football drama, right? Like, well, what was the big game that was supposed to happen? Where they were like, it was like Miami, you know, somebody who was not used to the cold weather and it was going to be like a minus 17 with wind chill. And they're like, we can't do it. The seats were frozen. I think I've seen video that that one did happen. It did? Oh, my God. It looked awful. Like, it looked so (laughs) incredibly cold. Um, I don't know. I've been so busy focused on the Dallas Cowboys that I haven't paid attention to any other teams. So I'm not sure what happened there. Okay, that was so disappointing. I know. It was really disappointing. disappointing. And... um, I'm not even a big football person, but, you know, when it comes to playoffs, everybody gets involved and it's just fun because you want your, your state, you want your, your city to win. And, um, so I was really, really sad when I saw that because it was a a really bad showing. I mean, it was like 40 to uh, something. I don't know. It was really bad. The end score was 43 to 32. They ended up scoring a little bit more towards the end. Um, but you know, Jimmy Johnson got inducted into the ring of honor just like a week or so before this game. And it was a really big deal. He waited 30 years to get in there. Yes. Um, lots of uh, friction between him and the owner, Jerry Jones. Yes. And um, 30 years later, he's finally in there. And so a lot of people were hoping that the curse was going to be lifted. Because they made up. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I well, get it. I don't it. know if they made up, but he did put him in the ring of honor. <laughs> no, I, d- I kind of saw him getting the j- – don't they get a jacket? Um I don't. Whatever so. they were standing next to each other was a very awkward oh, moment. They, oh, it was well, like, yeah, yeah. But then with him, with the players, Michael Irving and <coughs> Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith, that was so touching to me. Mm-hmm. The, the video of Jimmy was just so hyped up and so excited. 
it literally, I don't care how many times I watched it, I would get tears in my eyes because I was a part of that era back then. I was in my yeah. 20s and the Cowboys were on fire and my friends and I would go to a restaurant in Irving and they would come in there after the games and have a big dinner. And so we just were, were around that whole scene a lot yes. back then. And so I was very invested in the team at the time. And it's, it's just heartbreaking to it see heartbreaking. that that's a thing of the past. And I think the biggest thing that was heartbreaking to me is in the past, I've watched it, you know, with my husband who's loved the Cowboys since he was like out of the womb. And, um, <laughs> and I've said, yeah, they're not, no, they're not making it to the playoffs. This year, I actually really thought they would make it to the Super Bowl. I like know. I really, because I they are a really good team. Mm-hmm. They're doing great. 16 yeah. home games, winning. Like it, it was shocking. It was a shocking uh, setback. I know. It, yeah. it was very sad, but mm-hmm. there's lots of speculation that Mike McCarthy and maybe Dak might be let go. Who knows? I've seen a lot of people say they should stay and our uh, owner should go, which is never going to happen. No, that would be that'd be kind of a problem. Somebody would have to buy it. Uh, well, he could make a gazillion dollars. That's exactly. for sure. I mean, he already has a gazillion dollars, but, you know, even more so. But. Anyways, uh, every year it seems like they say, there's always next year. So I know. I guess that's what we... got to hold out for another 30 <laughs> years, 28, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I want it to happen for them so badly. Like, it's just, it's got to happen. Yeah. No, I did too. <laughs> I wanted it to happen for them. We'll be right back after this short break. I wanted to give a personal thank you to our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy L. Wall State Farm Agency. We have known Kathy for more than 15 years, and there is no person we trust more when it comes to insurance than Kathy L. Wall. Kathy is always available to help you find the right insurance for your family needs. Whether it's covering your home, auto, or providing a life insurance policy tailored to the unique needs of families in Highland Park. My family trusts Kathy with our insurance, and we hope you will too. Please visit kathylwall.com to learn more and let her know that Martha from the Bubble Lounge sent you. Finding an oral surgeon is hard enough for yourself, and when it comes to your kids, it can feel impossible. We suggest our friends at Stuart and Arango because from emergencies to wisdom teeth and everything in between, they have you covered. Stuart and Arango are board certified with MDs who specialize in full scope oral, facial, and implant surgeries for both children and adults. Not only is their office state-of-the-art, they lead the industry with the most advanced techniques and procedures. And when it comes to safety, they are pediatric and adult advanced life support certified and use a three-day local anesthesia, which keeps you comfortable while limiting the use of opioids. Best part is they're conveniently located at Northwest Highway and Hillcrest Avenue. So if you want the best of Big D caliber oral care, come see the friendly staff at Stuart Narango. To learn more about them or book your appointment, visit saoralsurgeons.com. That's saoralsurgeons.com. So, um, you know, but now we're now we're into rodeo season, right? Woo-hoo, yeehaw! Yeah, <laughs> that's something we can wrap our brains around. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, I used to show horses back in the day, and mm-hmm. I was from Fort Worth, and um, I used to have shows at the Fort Worth Stock Show and the Houston Stock Show. So uh-huh. um, during the rodeo, they would have a little break and have like horse events. And I would be in there amongst the rodeo crowd. Oh, that's great. It was kind of exciting. Did you ever date one of those crazy cowboy guys? Bull riders? <laughs> yes. No, I was, I was pretty young at the time, but I do have a crazy story. When I was uh, during my performance out there, a bull that was in the chute waiting for the bull riding to come up 
they kept him in the chutes during our little 13 and under classes. And one of them broke out of the top of it right when I was riding by. His legs are like coming up yes, over the top. And I'm this little 13-year-old going, oh, my God, I'm going to die. There's a bull right there as I'm going by with my horse. And, of course, my horse completely freaked out and couldn't contain himself for the rest of the event. And we had to stop. They had to clear the arena. They had to get all the cowboys came in and got the bull back in place. But We need to, Sean, you need to do, like, take a picture of Martha running with the bulls at Pump Loma. Oh, my God. And, like, (laughs) to put it on the site, like, you terrified running down the street. (laughs) That's what I felt like. I mean, I really felt. With, like, a red dress on. Like, oh, my God. It was so scary. Um, But, yeah, so I was looking at the websites for both rodeos today. And, you know, I'm a native of Fort Worth, like I said, so I hate to diss my rodeo. But you would not believe the comparison of entertainment versus the two rodeos. Oh, are you saying Fort Worth is better? No. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> because, you know, Houston gets all the good the good people. Yes, you know? they do. So Fort Worth apparently has tribute bands. Listen to this. Oh, no. Shania Twang. Tribute. Twang? Dunn and Brooks <laughs> instead of Brooks and Dunn. Okay, the Shania the Twang, heck? is that a drag queen? I just want to know because oh. it really sounds like a drag queen name. <laughs> I didn't look it up, but you're right. It does. But on contrast, listen to how Houston gets. They get Blake Shelton. Fifty cent. I don't. I can't figure out why. No, fifty cent. No, I'm sorry. There is nothing rodeo about fifty cent. Okay, (laughs) I'm so confused about that. Luke Bryan, who is really one of my favorites. Very good. Love that guy. I saw him before then. Hank Williams Jr. Laney Wilson. Are you kidding me? Oh my God! Wait. Now I'm going to go. I know. Let's go to Houston. I would like to. You know what? I love Hank Williams, and I would go anywhere to see him. Let's take the bus to Houston rodeo. That would be so fun. Um, Nickelback, Sean, that's one of his favorites. Nickelback, though. Why is he at a rodeo? Nickelback's not really, yeah, okay. Jonas Brothers. No. Why is he there? Why are they there, too? No. And then Brad Paisley. I mean, look at that. Well, that that makes sense. Look at all those But not having a country person. I mean, I get it. It draws people, you know. But they're not tribute bands. I don't care who they are. That's true. (laughs) They get the legit bands in Houston. So I have two cousins. (laughs) I have have 27 cousins on my mother's side. Oh, my gosh. And um, a bunch of them live in Houston. And so uh, one of them, he's been retired since he was 50. And so for like 10 years, they work the rodeo. And they love it. Like, they just love doing yeah. it. They greet people. They're all dressed up in their cowboy wear, et cetera. I mean, it really is like cattle barons of Houston. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you think about it. It's really fun. Like, I've bought great boots there. I've bought all kinds of things there. But I, I'm going to look into Hank Williams Jr. because Well, the dates he's awesome. for Houston are February 27th through March 17th. And I'll include a link to both rodeos and pretty much everything we talk about in the show okay. notes today. But Perfect. I think we should. I really wouldn't mind going to Houston for I wouldn't this. either. <laughs> You know? Yeah. So you went to Austin recently. I did. And you had quite the experience. Well, I went to... Okay, so I happen to like political art that's funny. Okay? Uh So I think you've seen... I have a picture in my house by this guy, Jason Archer. It's called World Class Daycare. And it has, like, all these tyrants sitting in baby high chairs. I don't recall that. It's it's very it's very funny. So, So I contacted him again. I was like, I'd like a piece of your art. And I got something. It's called, like campfires and marshmallows and ghost stories or something and it has all the presidents not like all these political people standing around the around a campfire it's just it's just sort of tongue-in-cheek kind yeah, of yeah. art so i went to go pick it up and charles was like i kind of want to look at like austin and see mm-hmm. austin and ut and so we did and um 
By the way, as I said to you, I was really surprised at what a city school UT is. It's just plopped right down in the middle, right next to the state capitol. It really is. <laughs> and I said to Charles, what's interesting is Austin is very similar to Boston. It's like a walkable city. Yeah. It's a manageable city. You know, like mm-hmm. it's kind of a, it's, if you want to go to a city school, I didn't realize UT was a city school. I know. It's just right there. You know? I know. It is surprising. Yeah. And we stayed at this hotel called Hotel Ella, which used to be somebody's mansion. I've seen it driving by. So it's a really beautiful. beautiful place. It's beautiful. It was freezing. So we couldn't sit on the beautiful front porch and oh, all, you know, all this the stuff that makes it. and have yes, your mint juleps. That makes it very Southern, <laughs> you know, but, um, but it, then it became a sorority house. Anyway, it's just, it's a beautiful building. And Charles and I went to dinner at. Peche. And then we went to the Carpenter Hotel, uh-huh. which I really like. I wanted to show him that to have dessert and a cocktail. Um, and, <laughs> um, and we came back and we're walking down the hall to our room. Yeah. And I swear to God, we saw a ghost. No. <laughs> yes, we did. What did the ghost look like? We literally saw and like we were both like looking at it. It wasn't scary, but it was like <laughs> white steam or whatever in a shape what? moving down the hall. And then it went up into the ceiling. Okay, that's crazy. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like that. I've heard plenty and of people then, talk about things yes. like that. And then the next morning we saw the same thing. Oh my gosh. So, uh, and we uh, we actually asked the front desk. I said, "Listen, you're going to think I'm really crazy." Like, <laughs> does anybody like I swear to God, I saw this white thing, a figure moving down the hall. Does anybody say that? And she said, "Yes, people do." What? So, anyway, it was fun. I don't know. Well, did who she knows say if that stuff's who real? It was like that was Annabelle Jackson. No, she, Annabelle Jackson. You know, here's what happened. And, <laughs> no. Like, I feel like there's a good story there. Did you look it up online? Surely, there's like I did, but there wasn't like a lot of information. There were more haunted places in Austin, but Charles and I once stayed in Gettysburg. Uh, at this is <laughs> sorry, <laughs> talking about ghost tours. We stayed at this hotel. We were looking at different colleges along the way, and um, it was an old haunted hotel that used to be a Union soldiers hospital. Oh wow! And so it was kind of like in the movies where you get the um, the the bed and breakfast lady who wants to show you everything, and yeah. she was like, "See that blood on the floor? Oh god, that's from Union soldiers!" <laughs> like the whole thing. Oh. Literally, like an hour later, we were like, "Can we just go get a meal? We're, we're done with the tour." <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're weary, weary travelers. Exactly. We don't really we're need like, a history lesson right now. Give me that. History. Oh my gosh. But we didn't see anything there. Yeah. You know, so anyway, okay, just kind that's of funny. so interesting. I'll have to ask around. Yes. Yeah. Well, Alexis went back to Austin on Sunday. We were trying to get her back before the, you know, yes, the blizzard ice. hit yes. that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> and she had her first official day at UT yesterday. Great. Super excited for her to be in there and have that behind us. Yes. So, um, so far, so good. I think it's great. And <laughs> she always wanted to be there. So it's the perfect place. Yeah, she couldn't see herself anywhere else. So. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I think you have to honor that with your children, right? When somebody really says, this is what I want, I, I always admire that in kids, knowing what they want. I agree. Because a lot of kids don't. And then you know? especially at this day and age when this generation is not used to getting things immediately. Yeah. And she was willing to prolong it a semester and then, of course, with sorority rush It'll be a whole year that she, you know, waited to do it. Well, and I, she probably got some great classes under her belt. She did. To get them out of She's the way. She's gotten a lot of hours. So Smart. Yeah. So, you know? th- th- I mean, I think all in all, everything worked out for the best. It was kind of hard to get on board with it initially just because I wanted her to jump in and have, you know, the, yeah. the normal uh, college experience. But she was just determined to do it this way. And it all has worked out so far. Well, it's interesting how UT does that because Charles has a friend, Teddy, who um, goes to UT Tyler. So I forget what this is called. You probably cap. 
yes. cap, right? So mm-hmm. he had to go to one of the campuses, so he picked that campus, and then he gets to go as a sophomore. Yes, when you do so it. So they you, have options. When you do it that way, you're mm-hmm. guaranteed to get in. Mm-hmm. When you do it the way Alexis did by going to Austin Community College first and transferring in, you are not guaranteed. It's it's a little bit of a risky move. But you know what? I feel like any school, like I, I'm talking to all you kids out there, if you want to go to Harvard, apply sophomore year, like, yeah. because they know you're committed. I'm not yeah. saying it's easy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you get through the the red tapes gone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they really know you really want to be there. And I think that's the most important thing, having good grades, obviously being a good candidate. But if you really want to go somewhere, and they know that mm-hmm. they take that into consideration. I think you're right. Because you know? you know, as the saying goes, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Exactly. So that's what people look at. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's really, really good advice. It's exciting for her. And um I can't wait to see all the pictures of the sorority stuff. It um, it reminds me, you you said Highlights is coming up this weekend. Yes. Which I'm not like a part of anymore. But I um, I just love all of our Texas, Dallasy stuff that we do. And uh, when I had my moms, lonely moms, whose kids went off to college for my kindergarten group this summer, mm-hmm. this September in East Hampton, yeah. um, my friend Rachel Wallace was showing my friend from <laughs> L.A., I swear to God, Rachel, if you're listening, about <laughs> 75 pictures oh. <laughs> of all the dances all that our kids have been to. And I was like, trust me, in California, they ha- they're not, they don't have this, right? I uh-huh. mean, Charles misses that because in Boston, they don't have those I kind bet. of yeah. big dances and the, you know, the Texas tuxedo. I mean, really, this is very just Texas. I know. And they actually cut out the fall highlights. This is the spring one. Yep. Um, so we're, we're down one, which I think the parents really like, but the kids miss the having the, the other one as well. But yeah. The theme is anything but human. So what does that <laughs> mean? <laughs> Just what it says, <laughs> which is very tricky. Okay. To, What's to everybody figure, wearing? <laughs> to figure out like Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, um, Minions, Scooby-Doo. That's how you dress? Yeah. Oh, my God. For the girls that are listening, if anybody saw Rosamund Pike's dress that she wore to one of the awards shows where she had that beautiful thing covering her face, she was very not human, but beautiful. Like, I loved that look. I thought, So that's your suggestion? Yes. Well, it's still a human. Do some weird fascinator or something. (laughs) Turn yourself into an animal through the the hat, I guess. I don't know. It'll be fun to see what the kids come up with. Yes. They're always so creative. Are you doing like a party or anything? No, the, the girls are in charge of highlights. So oh, that's right. I forgot just, highlights of girls. The boy moms, the boy families just show up. They yeah, don't that's have to do anything. Nice. It's you very take pictures nice. and have a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my kind of party. Yes. Well, I had some news. I don't know if you ever went to this restaurant, but do you know what Urbano Cafe is? I, f- I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know that I have ever gone. So when I first moved to Dallas, Urbano's on Fitzhugh. Uh, next to Jimmy's Market. You know where Jimmy's Market is? Uh, yes, we went over the holidays. Okay, so that's right next door. Oh, okay. It's been a restaurant. And when I first moved here, it was listed as like one of the top gourmet restaurants in Dallas. Oh, okay. Because the food is amazing, but right. it's also BYOB. Uh-huh. So they're closing. Oh, no. Which makes me so sad. So I'm going with my friend Elaine tonight to sort of just toast oh, it. Oh, that and like... makes me so sad. I hate when unique mm-hmm. restaurants, family-owned can't make it well and i started to wonder why didn't i go for the past several years so like it was such part a of the fun problem. place yes See? i'm part of the problem <laughs> and it's kind of, and it was like if you think about it it's nice to have a restaurant with gourmet food that's affordable yeah if you're bringing your own booze it's affordable i know i kind of like it when mm-hmm. they do the byob thing Me too. because you can just you can you have what you want yes at the price point you want and you're not getting that upcharge but that's 
probably why they didn't make it is because that's how restaurants make their money is through alcohol. Yeah, and I think it's location. And listen, we all know this. And I'm calling myself out on this too. Um, every time I try to do something different, like uh, you know, I took Charles to Taco Evino uh, in Bishop Arts, et cetera. We did we did a bunch of fun things over the holiday, um, but we all do like our bubble. I know. I am so guilty of that. And Alexis wanted to kind of branch out and try some different things over the break. And um, we didn't make it quite as much as we had intended. Mm -hmm. You know, life gets in the way. But I am so guilty of that. And I'm really tired of it because there's so many great places. Bishop Arts seems to have all the good places. They do. I think it's called Il Marito. There's a place. It's an old um, it's an old Mexican restaurant. And they have Elvis impersonations coming up <laughs> that I'm going to go see with my friend. And <laughs> the guy was, you know, heavily into Elvis. There's Elvis paraphernalia all over the walls. And they have seven days a week mariachis. Oh, The whole place looks like Day fun. of the Dead. You know, like skulls yeah. are hanging and it's red and it's crazy and <laughs> real Mexican food. Real, tex, uh-huh. real Tex-Mex, I should say. But the fact that they have mariachis every night of the week is kind of fun. That is so fun. I know. Okay, we need to create a guide to outside of the bubble. You know, that's we, a good idea. We focus so much within the bubble. Mm-hmm. We got to get people to go branch out and like see what's going on outside of the bubble. We do. So There's those are two. Whole... We'll expand, expound on those. But it's like <laughs> if, if you're willing to drive 10 extra minutes. I know. That's you know, really it. That's real. It seems mm-hmm. so far, mm-hmm. but it really is not. It's not. And I mean, no wonder people in other states and cities make fun of us because we do. We complain about a 20-minute drive all the time. Well, guess what? (laughs) Guess what? You can drive to Snyder Plaza, two blocks from your house and my house, and spend 45 minutes trying to park. (laughs) You might as well drive 10 minutes and there's a giant parking lot. (laughs) That's right, guys. It's the same time investment and you can try something new. I mean, doesn't that drive you crazy when you go to Snyder Plaza and you're driving around for hours and... I don't know how they're going to do all the new restaurants oh, like that are God. all going to open this spring. Like, where are people going to park? They are going to park in that paid parking garage over there by Ramble Room. I guess, but, but pe- like, it's not going to hold everybody. There's a lot of parking in there. People aren't okay. utilizing it right now. There's a yeah. lot of spaces in there. But people are so used to just driving right up, depending on what time you go, driving right up and parking that I think it's going to be very hard to – train people to get their brain around having to walk from the parking garage down to Snyder Plaza. Well, I've lived a couple blocks from Snyder Plaza for how many years now? I know, so we'll just walk. And I drive. We're good. (laughs) Which is so lame. I'm like, it's time to just, I I can walk a couple blocks. It depends on, I know, you're a New Yorker. Yes. You're used to walking a lot. And I always say, it's so great because we can walk to so many restaurants. And then I drive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Love being able to walk, even though I don't do it. (laughs) I know. Well, we should, well, not right now, but when it warms up, we should walk down there. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, we were talking about those car wrecks earlier today. And just as a mom, I I know you're the same way. It just, when you hear of those things, you start getting really worried about your own kid driving. I feel like once you have a teen driver, your whole perspective of driving and, you know, the potential for wrecks is just like, so it kind of, for me, it kind of consumes me, especially after these two recent wrecks. And so I reached out to Kathy Wall this morning, you oh, know, good. our show sponsor yes. and our good friend, mm-hmm. and just asked her if she had kind of a little quick bullet-pointed guide of to keep in your car of what you do when you have a wreck. And she is going to get that to me, and I'm going to share it for you all. 
So I think it's just something good to have on hand because when you do have a wreck, you're so flustered and you can't think straight and you don't, you just kind of forget the steps of what you should do. Yeah. So just something you can keep in your car, maybe laminate it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's coming. I'll like a that. bottle of wine. <laughs> like a bottle of wine. Just joking, Kathy Wall. <laughs> well, you know, it just. I'm going like, to sit uh, here and wait for the police officer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I mean, honestly, you'd have to, like, think about it. Like, all the stuff you really need in an accident. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would buy that kit in five seconds. Mom. Just because I, I don't know what I'm doing. You get so shaken when yeah. something like that happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. I have a question for you. With the Lexus at UT. Where do you drive? Where do you drive when you have a car there? Because it seems like there's no parking. Uh, so what do you do? It's that that is very much a problem there. Okay. Like um, I think if you're just kind of concentrated to around the campus, you don't drive. Okay. She is very fortunate, and she has a really nice garage that's attached to her apartment. Okay. So she ends up just keeping her car in there quite a bit if she's sticking close to campus. Okay. But. You know, beyond the downtown area, it's just like every other city. There's all sorts of interesting neighborhoods, shopping areas, tons of cool restaurants, lakes. Like, so just so for much fun. to do. So she uses the car for fun, not to go to class. Yes, that was my question. Okay, exactly. that's, I wondered what people did. Yeah, no, I think every college has parking issues because mm-hmm. I racked up some serious parking tickets at OU back in my day. <laughs> my dad was not happy because someone told me, oh, they're not real. They don't count. Just throw it away. And oh, I, that's hilarious. I kept throwing them away. Then I go home. They're for, not real. I go home for Christmas break. And he's like, Martha, let me show you something. And he gets out uh, fresh new $100 bills. He's like, see all this? This is what you have racked up in parking fees right now. Mom? This could have gone to something, you know, fun and our, our savings. Mm-hmm. This is very big into savings. But here it's going to have to go to your parking tickets. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's a problem at every school. Does Charles have a car there? No. Oh, I didn't think No, he did. because it would be like me paying for an apartment to park yeah. his car in Boston. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Crazy? It's like in New York. Like, yeah. we're going to pay like $800 a month to park his oh, car. Oh, God. No. That's awful. And the thing is, he doesn't really, I mean, when he, the problem is kids can't rent cars. That's the problem. Like, it would be great if he could rent a car occasionally to yeah. leave town. Right, right. Like, to go to Salem or to go to Newport, Rhode Island or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the only big issue, but yeah. there's public transportation, you know. Yeah, he's got yeah. friends with cars, sure. You know who live who live near the school. Yeah, you know. I think that's good. Friends yeah. with cars are, are like having a friend with a boat. You know, you don't have that's to have the, the overhead and the, the maintenance, but you can go enjoy the fun. When are you getting your boat, Martha and Sean? <laughs> I think we have decided to never have a boat. My dad tried to give us his boat mm-hmm. several years ago. And we declined it because it's just, it's a lot of maintenance. It is a lot. It's a lot of work. And so, yeah, for now, no, yeah. no boats in our future right yeah. now. Um, okay. One last fun thing that yes. I was going to mention is this Saturday is Vinyl Countdown is playing right next door to Bubba Lounge headquarters at the Barley House Saturday night and why that's exciting is because two of the guys in the band are Park City's dads. Oh, that's hilarious. I've never seen them play. What are they called again? Vinyl Countdown. Okay. So, see, another tribute band. <laughs> but I love that idea. Another no, they, they play 80s and 90s, so it's right up the alley for people of most parents' generation. So, it'll be super fun. Sean and I are going to go. Yeah. You know, we'll have the pre-party and pictures, and the kids will go off to dinner, and then... Mm-hmm. 
we will head over there at some point in time. They start at nine o'clock. I think that's really cool. And I always admire when somebody does something they want to do. Like in LA, everybody I know does. They're like, oh, I just wrote a book about wine. Or, you know, um, I decided to take up cooking on the side or whatever. And it's kind of fun and artsy or they're in bands. Yeah. And I think that's great that they're doing that. I do too. Why not? But what's funny is they don't play around here very often. They actually do little tours and they're gone out of town quite a bit. I've looked at the schedule because I've been dying to go see them. Yeah. So finally, they're right here. Yes. Right around the corner. On SMU Boulevard. From our family's office. So come join us if you feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's all we got this week. So it's been fun catching up, as usual. Yes. There's been a lot that happened in the past week. There has. Everybody stay warm. Good luck. Yeah. Sit by the fire. Yeah. It's above freezing so that's there's there's hope out there yeah there's hope (laughs) tomorrow's gonna be pretty um so anyway guys it's been another episode of the bubble lounge i'm nelly shudo and i'm martha jackson and we'll catch you next time